did it. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say we monkey around. Those are the only lines of that song I know. We're too busy singing to put anybody down. I now know another two more lines of that song. This has been a productive show already. Statistically more educational than most of our shows. Yeah, I learned a thing. In a literal sense. It didn't involve like animal penises or depression or furry stuff. Which is fun. Like You don't even have to say furry stuff because that's kind of the other two things at once. Yeah. How are you doing, Chad? <laughs> that's a good joke you just made. <laughs> I liked it. There's a delay on that. <laughs> I know. I'm doing okay. I've, I've, I started the whiskey before we began the show. Because I am responsible. Oh boy, uh, I've had um, I've had that League of Legends song stuck in my head all day. Pop stars one. Yeah, because I've been practicing that song. They put it out for free on Beat Saber. Yeah. And I got my VR headset working again, so it's like, oh, I'm gonna play Pop Star, and I'm starting to get pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Um. It, I don't know, man. Beat Saber is really fun, but that song is perfect for it. Like the the tempo and the arm movements and everything sync up really well. It is it is an amazing song, and I haven't listened to it in a couple weeks, and it's mostly out of my head. And I'm just like, I don't know if I want to kick that bear, you know? Yeah. No, I hear you. I honestly, I I want to practice it more often. Uh, if if any other reason, just because doing like rhythm games that are full body motion like at least it's some form of exercise sure so if i can get the the hard difficulty down then i'm moving a lot more Mm -hmm. so i want to get into that but at the same time the song's been driving me crazy all day so it's like i don't i don't know if i can do this with a different song but it's not i don't know i i really want them to make another kata song because the first one's so good like please make more blizzard or not blizzard uh riot games and I, I wish blizzard would come out with like a, a music video to promote heroes of the storm and like they should get uh what is it 30 seconds to mars that's a band yeah with jared leto yep um and they should have them team up with the um what is it did did backstreet boys come back again um uh, maybe no, it was sync. um the Jonas Brothers just came back. Jonas Brothers, get the Jonas Brothers to collab with Thirty Seconds to Mars. There's one thirty-year-old woman who's really excited about that. Um, and they can sing about how like Arthas is really cool because I feel like he's cool as ice, and that's you gotta like, get... the, the depth of creativity that'll go into the song. No, you gotta get like the power metal thing. Like when uh when Riot Games got got Jorn to do the uh, Pentakill stuff, like that's what you need to do because that's like the right attitude. For, for that kind of music is that like the dumb rock with the he's got that kind of grit in his voice but he's willing to have a lot of fun and be stupid like you need you need the you need a little bit of self-awareness for uh for that I think but I guess yeah. Jared Leto did play the Joker so maybe he'd be okay oh dude can you imagine if they released this and then like everybody playing wow you got a letter from Jared Leto and there was like a used condom item in the game That'd be awesome. That'd be Kotaku would write like a billion articles about why that was offensive to women. Yeah. I don't know. Do they want publicity or not? I feel like they don't need it. They're Blizzard. I don't know. I can't tell anymore. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, like, Fortnite is the biggest thing ever, and then Apex Legends came out, and Fortnite had a record low month. And no one's talking about anything Blizzard's doing. Like, Overwatch has a new character coming out, and people are like, yeah, I play League of Legends. I guess. I, I, I feel like it's one of those, there's so many games competing for the same audience, and then they're all surprised when it's like, oh, a new game came out, we lost players. And then there's articles about that, and like, oh, our shareholders are upset, and it's like, why are you guys surprised that this happens? Like, this happens quarterly when, because there's new games, and I don't know. Like, when I was in high school, it's like I had like my one or two games I played, and that was it. And new stuff would come out, but I'm like, well, yeah, but that's not Unreal Tournament 2004, so I'm not gonna play it. Or that's not Aliens vs Predator 2, so it doesn't matter. And I, I feel like that doesn't seem to be the case as much. Like, people are more willing to jump around and try new stuff, especially when it's free. Because that one, um, was Apex Legends, right? That was free, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was free. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, people are going to be like, well, what the fuck? I might as well give it a go. It's not going to cost me anything but, like, a couple hours to download it. And people get really weird on the internet, too, because you never know what's going to catch on or what's going to offend people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got, I got this funny feedback on my uh, Anthem video. I put out that Anthem review. Oh, yeah. Did you actually get a comment on that? Yeah, somebody messaged me on Discord, and they said, oh. um, I I gave up watching Anthem videos on YouTube because everyone's so negative, but I decided to give yours a chance, and needless to say, I got about seven seconds in, <laughs> and I explained to him that he didn't get the joke that I was being sarcastic because it opens with me talking about how boring the game is, while it's like... A f- it's footage of nonstop explosions and lasers and flying around. Right. And, like, the dialogue is nothing goes on in this game while, like, there's, like, flaming robots falling out of a demon portal. And I was telling my brother that, like, your video for Anthem was more exciting than any of the trailers for Anthem. Right. And I think that's an actual problem with the game, that no one knows what the game is about. They yeah. Just, they read these Kotaku headlines that it's bricking PS4s. Which isn't true, but everyone believes it's true because it was on Kotaku, and they're the news, and they don't make mistakes because they're Kotaku. Yeah, all of the journalism degrees on Kotaku. Wait, that, that wasn't true, though? No. Huh. See, that's this is the problem. Kotaku read... Some, somebody read a Reddit post where someone said, Anthem bricked my PS4, and Sony's refunding my whole PS4 because it ruined my whole console. And, like, half an hour later, both EA and Sony chimed in and said, no, we're not issuing a refund. It did not break your console. But within that half hour, someone at Kotaku was like, this is juicy. Got to get those upvotes. Got to get like that see ad revenue. Those news articles where it's like, all these people are really mad at this. And it's just, like, five tweets. Like, look at this is a sample. Oh, and then it turns and- out it's just those five people are mad. Yeah. Like, no one else gives a shit. Um, there was another thing, like, something just came up the other day where someone was talking about a a new update coming to No Man's Sky, and, like, this new update, it's gonna be a multiplayer expansion, so you can play multiplayer in the game. Okay. And all the comments are snarky people saying, like, oh, you mean they're finally gonna put in that thing that they promised? And I still- To be fair. I still haven't found where they promised multiplayer. Um... It was like, 
I want to say it was a, a, on some kind of late show in an interview. I remember when he was on Stephen Colbert, and Stephen asked, oh, so I could f- fly to my friend's planet and see my friend? And the guy said, no, it's not really a multiplayer game. He, he didn't say that. He said, technically, yes, but odds are you won't be able to because the universe is so big you'll never find him. Yeah, but Stephen also asked, yeah, but I can like team up with my friend. And he's like, no. Right, but he gave the impression that you'd be able to find other people. Like, he, he was really cagey about the answer, and he find... didn't specifically say no. He, yeah, he, he did. They've, they've I said don't think multiple he did. times no. I can, I can find examples in writing and in interviews where he said no, and for whatever reason, no one cares about that, and they still ask me to leave their Discord and never come back. I, I just remember, like, it was no, but there was always an asterisk because he didn't want to, like, ever rule it out because people wanted multiplayer. It was a it was a big deal, but I also didn't care about the game, so I only casually paid attention. So, anyways, I don't I know I don't understand what happened with No Man's Sky because the stuff everyone got mad about were all things that are not on the box and were not in E three trailers. And I can get if like I think there was one thing there was like a giant Earth snake or something that was as big as a planet and that didn't make it to the game. Aside from that, I haven't found any actual, like, campaign promises that didn't pan out. But it's like, people on Reddit get all mad about stuff. And now it's fact, because someone's mad, so there's no way that they're mad about nothing. So it has to be legitimate. I wish... It's just weird that, like, being mad on the internet can be turned into a news story now. Yeah. Like, remember when, when that wasn't news, because that's not fucking news? Well, I mean, it used to be, and there's a double-edged sword here. I like how the internet lets you get a voice out when you didn't previously have a voice. But at the same time, there's no perspective, and people tend to blow things out of proportion. Mm-hmm. So it's really great that everyone understands a little bit better like why Apu is a racist caricature. But a lot of people took like quotes out of context and then fought over things that are not the actual issue. And now people get all mad if you say that Apu is a racist character. That's and the Samurai like, Jack guy, right? No. Which one's Apu? Um, from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, and The Simpsons guy. And no one's talking about like the actual issue <laughs> as much as um, whether or not his accent is offensive. And it's like, well, no, it's a little more complicated than this. It's, this is worth a conversation. But it's a lot easier to just, like, be snarky in 120 characters and move on. Yeah. And no value comes of that. So, I don't know. I So, I, I got my VR headset working. Okay. So, I've been playing a lot more uh, VR chat. Mm-hmm. And it's super weird how positive and nice everyone is. Really? I've been meeting the best people. And I realized that, like, this is what I used to like about the internet when it was a, a hobbyist thing. And not everybody was on it mm-hmm. because it's really just people that are actually interested in doing it that put up with the quirkiness of it. And so VR adoption right now, like if you want to get a really good headset, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. So not a lot of people are doing it yet, which means the only people doing it are people that are genuinely interested in having a good time and putting up that money up front in order to have a good time. It's not like 10-year-olds being handed a VR headset and everybody has one on Christmas and now 
Like, it, that's what kind of happened with Xbox Live, where at that point, gaming was too widespread, and now it's a bunch of 10-year-olds saying the N-word. Yeah. But it didn't used to feel that way. And that's how VR feels right now, is like right before the wave of common adoption. I just know you linked me that one video, and um, it was like, everyone was being very vulgar, but also like role-playing and staying in character in a way I didn't expect. Yes, <laughs> see, that's what's kind of fun. And um, and like, if you go to the bar, or if you go to open mic night, people tend to be a little more, like, crass. But I was hanging out at this archery range, and everyone showing up is like, um, oh, like, hey, how do I... How do I get the bow? I, I just I just got my headset today. I, this is my first time playing VR chat. Oh, uh, how do you, how do you do the thing? I'm I'm having trouble with my helmet here, and you, I can see them like fighting their thing. Sure. And their friend is there with them, like coaching through it. It's like, oh, you gotta make sure you push the button and then tighten it on the back. And so, oh, okay, no, I got it. Okay, how do I do the thing? So I don't know. And so then, like, I chip in. I was like, oh, here, just you you push the trigger on the left hand, and then you grab the arrow and you pull back with your right hand. And then you release it, and depending how far back you pull it, so oh okay, yeah, I get it. And it gets to this point where, like, I made friends last night. We we spent like half an hour talking, and we went like some other place. It's like oh, there's a World of Warcraft sim. Let's let's go look at World of Warcraft in VR. And we're just looking at these like static models that were ripped from the game, but now they're <laughs> in scale. So it's like wow, that's what a dragon looks like. It's cool. I can count. Well, the that polygons. would actually be pretty rad. It's kind of neat, but it's it's stuff like that where. It's not actually that great. I, I can't recommend anyone go out and buy a VR headset, except I spent hours this week just doing this stuff. <laughs> Does this mean your internet's working? Seems to be. I I don't know how many different like troubleshooting things I did. Sure. It, I did something that made a difference, and I think it's working. Have I broken up at all on the call? Um, Once or twice you've kind of cut in and out, but once or twice is pretty normal for the show so yeah i think i don't think it's it hasn't been like last week where it was like every five or ten minutes i'd kind of miss a verb or a noun yeah I, i'm having some issues but at the same time my internet was never perfect so mm-hmm. it's really hard to measure because the measurements aren't reliable sure but it's been pretty consistent i honestly vr chat's a pretty janky thing because there's a lot of like user-generated content that's not optimized correctly yeah, that's right. And I have right. not experienced any problems really. That's cool. Yeah. Honestly, the World of Warcraft thing sounds fucking cool. Like I would like to walk around like a scale model of like Orgrimmar. Oh yeah, it's that really be, cool. That would be rad. Um I was walking around Stormwind and actually they had an avatar there you could use where you look like a Stormwind like a uh, just a standard guard. Mhm. And it was kind of cool like not just walking down that center square and looking up at the statues but then like i'd walk by a wall that i recognize it's like right by the inn and just out of habit like i kind of raised up my hand to like put my hand on the wall and it's like i see my my stormwind armor on over my hand and when i put my hand on the wall like i could actually feel like it it, like the controller vibrates when you hit something Mm mm-hmm and it was just a surreal thing where it's like this is the like this is the fun part of Ready Player One. Yeah. Except I can be a centaur, um, and go to work in a bar. Yeah, because you sent me screenshots of it, and 
I don't know where the, I'm guessing the models are all like user generated stuff. Yeah. Because it reminded me of Second Life and just the weird stuff that shows up there. But it was a little more cartoony. Like, it didn't have that kind of... It wasn't, like, as skeezy as Second Life, where I was like, someone's going to jerk off to this. Yeah, and with VRChat, too, they've been doing a lot better job of, uh, like, putting in rules that they don't go too far. Okay. Because every loading screen now is just, like, it cycles through all the things that can get you banned. Um, like, it's just like, oh boy, I hope you enjoy your next adventure. Um, if you, if you make a friend, you can add them on the friend button by clicking on this button. Um, if you, uh, stalk anyone in or outside of the game, you'll get a permanent ban. You can push escape to leave at any time. If you post stuff on Reddit, we see it. Jeez. And it's like, every other one is vaguely threatening. Yeah. I think they also, like, they had to fight back on the Agunda... Or a gun... What is it? Uganda Knuckles. Knuckles. I think they had to, like, start fighting that when that was getting, like, too popular for its own good. Yeah, because I remember that being... That was... It feels like that was a long time ago that that was a thing, but it probably was only, like, six months. It was 12 months. Oh. I don't know how time works. I don't either. Because that's... That's kind of the thing. When I logged in, I only saw one Knuckles, and somebody got mad at him. I was like, dude, that's, like, a year old. Get over it. (laughs) <laughs> and I had to like fact check and look him up and it was a year old and I was like wow Damn. fucking time being crazy it sounds cool though uh, it's not something I'll probably ever get I don't have a huge interest in it but I, I like I like the idea of the that kind of future becoming a thing even if it's slow and jank about it so, you know, right it's, it's, it's like that cool sci-fi thing you dream of when you're a kid like oh I'll put on the headset and the gloves and then I'll I'll go in the game and I'll be able to shoot people and then and it'll be cool. It's like, yeah, we're probably not going to get there anytime soon, but this is a step in that direction and it's neat that it's it exists, right? Like it is it is cool to see some of the technology we have evolve. Yeah. Have you played Super Hot? No. I really recommend that game. Um, it's a really clever kind of action puzzle game, but the VR version of it is this amazing power trip. Oh, sure. I could see that working really well in VR. And, um, I remember, Ooh, this is actually one of the things I showed my mom was like, okay, you want to, you want to see VR? Like, here's a YouTube video of Scotland and here's a, a little tech demo of Star Wars but here's a real game. You should play super hot. And like the first thing, like in the tutorial is it just puts you in front of this big red man and he punches at you. And I remember my mom's expression. like As soon as it started, it was like a scream. And then she like panicked and punched him and his head like shatters into glass. Okay. And it, and it was like, ah, this is too much. I was like, no, I'll try the next one. And the next one, they give you a gun and the guy's far away. And she's like, oh, okay, I can do this. And she shoots him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay. And then it starts to click. And I got to the point where she was doing the levels really, really efficiently. Where there's like, you're you're trapped in an elevator and there's three guys and two of them have guns. And like, as soon as the level started on her first try, she went up and like punched the guy's wrist and snapped it. Grabbed the gun that was falling out of his hand, capped the guy with the other gun, and then like pistol whipped the third guy. In, like, one fluid motion. 
She's exactly how you're Wick. supposed to. Well, yeah, because she loves She's those the movies. boogeyman. And it was like this fun thing that taps into what's neat about those movies, but they make it so accessible that anybody can really do it. How is... And it's like, wow, this is the like this is what VR should be. Yeah. As a selling point, you know. I want. I know, like the whole idea of actual dual wielding in real life is is fairly bullshit, um, as far as like guns go. But I always wanted there to be a game where you got to do it and make it feel like the Matrix. You know, some like either VR or at the time when like the Wii came out and you had the two Wii modes. It's like if you could have like a Wii mode in each hand and you have two separate reticles, and make that uh, make gameplay around that. I think that would be super cool. Have you ever done that? I mean, at like a arcades, right? You know, you put quarters in both things. And well, yeah, but I mean, you could also get like one of those Wii games. I don't remember there being any Wii games that would let you do that. At least yeah, there's well. No, it was like all pretty much every on rail arcade shooter. You just put it in two player mode, and then you have two Wii modes. Yeah, I was thinking more like like a third person shooter or something. And you know, could you oh. could you get actual like character movement around? And so you're, you know, getting like the the wall running going or or. The more interesting things instead of just being on rails. But yeah, I mean, like, I've done the the other thing. So actually, I wonder how that would work in third person. Like, the problem are you thinking like movement. Bayonetta? Yeah, like, it's like, how do you, where do you make the movement stuff? Because you don't have a lot of uh, options on the Wiimote. There's not that many buttons. But it would be, it would be cool if someone figured something out. And I think as VR advances, that could become a thing. And then it's like, man, that would be hard to do because it would involve like hand-eye coordination. Most people don't have or practice. How do you balance that kind of game? But I think it, I think the idea of it to me is really interesting. Yeah, that's kind of the trick, though. Is um, I think you could build balance around just different difficulty levels. Um, yeah, or or and, just have a little bit of an aim assist, like in most shooters. Yeah, something. Uh, most VR games right now tend to be really forgiving in most regards. I saw this one that was kind of interesting where there's a lot of physics involved in the weaponry. Like, you could literally, you could hook your axe on your sword and then, like, fling it. Oh, wow. And in the trailer, the guy, like, uses his electric spell on the axe and then sets the axe on the sword and then flings it across the map and the axe, like, hits somebody in the head and electrocutes him to death. Nice. And it's like, wow, that's really fun. Except the fact that, like, if you just barely touch anybody, they just die. Oh. So it's kind of like, it's a fun sandbox, but it's not really a game yet. Sure. And there's a, there's got to be like a, you know, we're still kind of in the infant stages of VR. Yeah. Um, But I'm looking forward to when they figure out more stuff, because uh, Superhot's really good. Um. Like I, <laughs> there's a really satisfying moment when you're playing it in the VR, and you know a guy's coming around to your side, and so you just like point the gun to the side without looking and shoot him, and then you get like a Steam achievement for not looking. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing it right if it's like rewarding me for some of the stuff. Yeah. You know, you watch like those action movies and stuff, and it's just like, man. It'd be cool to to really be able to replicate something like that. That's more than just like, oh, I pushed you know, AAB and did cool things because that's how the program <laughs> is versus, like, I did it. But... Did you see the uh, the opening cinematic for Devil May Cry 5? No, I still need to buy that. It's on my list of things to get. There's this great, it's this great scene where they're in the van and they're driving 
and then there's like some monsters and so the, this is like the opening credits where like she drives the van up a ramp or something and it's like spinning around upside down and uh what's his name Dante? the guy you play as no not Dante the Nero yeah Nero like jumps out of the van so he's like outside of it and he's like shooting the demons and everything in slow motion while inside what's her name is like getting a cigarette that like fell out of her pocket so she's like trying to line it up so it'll land in her lips when they land the car <laughs> and this is all going on in slow motion it's this really cool action scene and crazy stuff happens and he lands back in the car and the car lands and they're driving off and he lights the cigarette for her um and then like underneath there's this huge caption that says we do not condone or encourage smoking and it's like, yay! <laughs> this is the best game ever. <laughs> I wonder. I have I have off on Friday, right? And like, maybe that's one of the things I could do on Friday is actually pick that up and play it. Things yeah. to think about. I love I love that kind of crazy stuff. It's fun. It's annoying though, because part of the reason I took off was just like, oh, I want to work on my projects, and I I don't want to be at work. Both of that's those fair, things though. combined you know- together. You have a day off, right? You're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. It's been a little bit since I had a day off, so. Me too. I need a day off. We need to plan a vacation. Either I go see you or you come see me. Actually, yeah, I should do that. What's a good time to visit? Um, I mean, I'm in the process of like trying to find and buy a house, right? So I feel like if you're going to come here, I'd want to have the house. Okay. Which... Ideally, we'll be within the next, like, two to three months. Like, hopefully it doesn't take that long to find a place. There's fuck, there's a foreclosure for 140 grand, and it's a house that's two houses down from where my parents live. That's kind of neat. And I'm just like, is that too Everybody Loves Raymond? Because the houses in that neighborhood are actually in pretty decent shape, or yeah. in some cases, really good shape. And so 140 seems kind of low, but if it's the bank doing that, maybe they're just like, fuck it, let's just get rid of this thing. Well, yeah, that's kind of the benefit of the bank foreclosure. But just the other foreclosures I've looked at have been fucking dumps. Like, one of them had the roof was falling in. Have you so, seen it yet? The, this one, no, and I'm going to I'm gonna message my realtor okay. tomorrow and be like, hey, here's the thing we could look at on Saturday or Friday. Yeah, keep me posted on House Patrol. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really... I want to get out of where I'm at, and my landlord's cool and going to let me go month to month. That's cool. She's like, okay, that makes sense, so it's like, yes, things are somewhat working out, and neighbors upstairs have been fine lately, so that's cool. Yeah, but I understand what in a house. Yeah. I really, uh, I wish it was a little more practical. Um, I'd love to just, like, bring my VR set. I'm guessing that's a bit of a because you need a really good computer to use that, right? Well, so that's the thing. You need, like, a high-end computer. But you also, like, this is my setup right now. I have these, like, motion tracking cameras on opposite ends of my room that are, like, nailed to the wall. Oh, Jesus. Uh, both of those have, like, power cords that go into outlets to keep charged. Right. And then the headset itself is tethered to the computer. So there's, like, a wire that that tethers me still anyways. <laughs> um, and then I have the two like Wiimote controllers that they, they bind to my wrist. So if I want to like set it down and do something, I'm like clinking that against the table and things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, honestly, if I, if I were to move out, I would have a dedicated VR room in mind. 
Yeah. Like, oh, I'll put the computer in here because it measures out to be 10 by 10 feet or <laughs> whatever. Dude, that's some of the weird things about, like, thinking about getting a house, right, is, like, if I get something with two bedrooms, I'm set because I get a bedroom, my brother gets a bedroom. Don't have to worry about things. If I get three bedrooms, what do I do with the third bedroom? Art studio. And I was thinking, like, library. I was like, well, I have two bookshelves with books. I could Fart easily studio. get two more bookshelves and buy more books. I could always buy more books. That's very easy to do. Um, do I put my computer in there? Do I put my alien toys in there? What about, like, the, the frame CDs I have? Do I keep those in my room, or do I put those as, like, actual wall decorations in, like, the living room? See, I, if I had an extra room that I just did not have a use for, I would love to do something really stupid with it. Like, get a... Uh, get a mannequin and dress it up like Abraham Lincoln and set it in a chair like by the window or something. So he's like looking out the window. I just never use the room, but like just like stupid things where if someone were to open that door, they're not going to understand what's in there. Right. Um, Oh, what's that? What's that creepy thing in the garage? You've Uh, seen that picture, right? No, there's like a weird, like paper mache sculpture. Of this like creature leaning leaning against a a wall in a garage, huh? You never seen that? No. I want one of those. Sure. And I'll just keep it in my extra room. Yeah, like I'm because I'm thinking like okay, I'm not like super into decorating things, right? Because I largely don't give a shit. But I also understand that like putting like a painting up in a room look can make make it look really nice. But my, mm-hmm. my taste in paintings are either, like, horror or surreal, and I don't think I'd want, like, an H.R. Giger painting, like, always in my room, because at a certain point, it's going to give you nightmares, because that dude was fucked up. And so it's like, do you get something boring, like, oh, here's a really nice landscape. And I was like, no, I don't want a fucking nice landscape. Everyone gets shitty nice landscapes. I want something fucking weird. I want something with fire on it. And so, like, I... I the idea of thinking about, like, decorating a house is really weird, because I've never had to do it. And I largely don't think it's that important, but I'd also want to make it mine. Because, you know, you buy a house, it's like, this is my house now, I want this to feel like it's mine. Yeah. And since I don't have a girlfriend, they're like, well, let's just put up a, a wooden sculpture that's his family. Um, which is stupid, don't do that. When my, when my friend Travis started dating and she moved in, like, all of a sudden... The house had those things. It's just like, clap on, clap off, you know, kind of thing. It's like, oh, Travis, this you have a thing that says family, and there's, like, leaves and stuff coming out of it. I bet she bought that. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, it's 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 funny, but then I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to, I can put my, like, Lord of the Rings swords on my wall again. And then it's just like, oh, every vagina just went dry. You remember that Penny Arcade where, uh, um, who's the artist? Is that Gabe? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabe was having his first child born. And so. <laughs> he... <laughs> the first child born. He is the first blood born, the battle born, the child born. And he's like, he was talking about how he's like kind of depressed that they have to like childproof the house now. So he has to put away a lot of the stuff he'd been leaving out. And he's like, well, like what? And he's like, well, like I got, um, I have like. Arthas's Lich King sword that Blizzard gave me, but you know, it's kind of heavy and it's pointy, so I don't want to risk that like falling and hitting somebody. 
and then um, Tycho's kind of like, yeah, plus if he touches the hilt, he'll become like the Dark Lord of Undeath. And he's like, yeah, that too. <laughs> it is I weird cannot, having... I can't I, find this stupid creepypasta monster. Because I have like some of that kind of shit, right? Like I have uh, Chaos Eater War Sword from uh, uh, Darksiders. I don't have it hanging up because I'm in an apartment. You need like some serious wall studs for that because it's 20 pounds. But I'm just like, do I do I put that up when I get a house? Like, do I have like is that the third room is like the library and all my dumb shit that I probably shouldn't display to normal people? What do I do with my alien toys? Because right now they're in my room on a bookshelf. And I, and that's yeah, that's a good way to do it. I like that. I don't. I, it's just weird, like thinking about this stuff at all. Because normally I wouldn't have to. I guess what where did you, I do in Animal Crossing? Where Where do you put your cat? The cat can he can roam around. Ideally, there'll be like a basement, and then I'll have like the cat area or the cat room in the basement. Oh, that's what another... you do. You do that with your extra room. You just make it the cat's room, <laughs> and then you'll be that guy. Yeah, my cat breaks things though, so I have to like be careful about shit like that because he likes to chew on things. I'm pretty sure my parents are really excited about having me take the cats back because they're they're kind of a nuisance. Yeah, I miss am- them so much. Animals get difficult. Well, Tiger's 23 now, so, like, he's a bad sneeze away from not being alive anymore, but... Mm. Cole maybe has a few good years in him, yet he's so he's so high-strung that I feel like he's just gonna have a heart attack one day. He's just a weird cat. But I miss him. I was actually over there for lunch or supper today, and, like, he was sleeping, and I just went and picked him up, but he didn't even have, like, a chance to stretch, and all of a sudden, he's just like, "Why? Did, what is wrong <laughs> with you? And I'm, like, hugging him, and he's, like, so mad. And it's just, like, this is a good relationship. Oh, uh, I, that was another thing. I I wasn't sure what to do on VR chat, So I'm, like, well, I'll just, like, type in random keywords in the search and see what, see what comes up that isn't just the recommended playlist. And um, I typed in My Little Pony because I figure, well, this is a lot like Second Life. I bet there's a lot of pony stuff. Mm-hmm. There was one like Ponyville thing. Huh. And I went there and it was weird because somebody created a whole Ponyville you could walk through and it was kind of neat, but it was kind of like empty. Sure. And it's like, like there aren't any characters out and about and there weren't avatars you could use. And it's like, well, what's the point of this place? And, uh, there's one building you could enter. And it was funny because I walked in and then (laughs) what it does is it like spawns you in this corner um, where it just they have a sign that says Waifu Corner, but Waifu is like scratched out and it says Cringe Corner. And you, <laughs> and you turn around and there's like a 3D model of Twilight making out with the guy's like original character pony. Oh, there you go. And it was like playing this weird uh, song on loop with like heart emojis flying everywhere. And that was the only thing going on in the entire sim. Hmm. And it's like, well, this is kind of fun. I guess this is what I was looking for. I just didn't realize it yet. Would it have been better or worse if there had been other people there? I think better. Um, I think. I don't know. It's a little hard to say. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a beach city. Steven Universe is pretty popular. 
You actually you get know, a decent look at like that town. Yeah, it's popular, but I don't know if it's popular in like the autism community. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a negative way, but it's like the people that like Steven Universe don't necessarily like make fan games. And the cool thing about watching Steven Universe is I can like tell people I'm watching it and not feel like bad about that. Right, like oh, like like you have to justify or explain. Yeah, there's no there's no real embarrassment to watching Steven Universe other than it's like okay, the first like ten episodes are really bad, but uh, once you get through those, it turns into a really good cartoon, and that's it. Like I don't have to be like, well, you see, sometimes when I'm depressed, I want to go to Equestria where all the everything is pink and green and orange and it's nice. But there's a, it's not that I'm I'm a bad person or a pervert. It's just I'm sad. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, that's that makes sense. And then you're just like, but you're still judging me. I can tell you're still judging me. And then you're like, and then I read the comic books because they're free. Oh, I gotta send you the latest Sonic comic. It's pretty good. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I the last couple have been solid. It, it's turned into a fun series. That's good. It just, I mean, is it is it anywhere like the Archie comics? No, because I I really liked how they told the story in those books. Um, it's um and this the the, the series so far kind of this is Image doing it right. This is IDW. IDW. IDW's take on it is totally valid, but it feels like something that I would see on television or in cutscenes from a game. Right. And Archie was kind of refreshing because it felt really removed from that. Like, it felt less of a boardroom and more of a writer writing it. That's fair. Yeah, this, um, this hasn't, like, that hasn't changed, really. But I feel like it's, it's been, like, consistently, this is a fun Saturday morning cartoon. And that's good. And that's really all I want from, like, a Sonic comic. And so it's hitting that pretty well. And, like, Robotnik has built, like, this, uh, he's got, like, a, a metal virus disease that he can, like, release, and if, if you get infected by it, you turn into a, one of his Batniks, and if you touch it, you, you also get infected. And so, the jeopardy to the story right now is actually pretty high, because it's like, how do you combat, basically, like, a chemical weapon like that, or, like, a, a virus? And so, if I've, it's, it's, been, it's been fun that way, too. Like, it's actually got some stakes right now that I think work pretty well. That's good. So it's been it's been solid as far as comics go. Like it, it was way better than Batman this week. Well, you don't even have to say that. I know, right? God, fucking Batman! Uh, Please stop, Tom King. I really this is one of those things. I think I've said it before, but I really want to go back in time and say, "Hey, man, in 2019, comic book movies are going to be cool." But there's literally going to be a DC Captain Marvel and a Marvel Captain Marvel like movie in the same year, and they're both cool. Yeah. Like, what kind of fantasy world? Don't we are we living you. in? I, I, it's so, it's so out there. Imagine going back twenty years and being like, at some point, you're going to see Thanos on the big screen, and it's going to be awesome. Hey, what do you think of that series? Like the original Infinity War book? I, I never read it. I really hate it. It's so bad. <laughs> and this I was one he's not trying to, um, to port death, right? <clears throat> yeah, but like it's it's super lazy. Cuz I really like that idea that like I feel like what they did for the movie is a a better idea cuz there's a lot more mainstreamness to it than like 
Thanos wants to fuck death. He thinks if he kills half the universe, he will get to fuck death. But I yeah. like as a concept for a dumb comic book. I I really dig it. It's it's out there. Well, I like that part of it. It's just the fact that he decides to kill everyone is literally like made on a whim. Oh, that's too and bad. It, and it's shocking. And I think that's supposed to be the intent. But it's literally like, hey, I'm so powerful, I could do whatever I want. And Death just kind of like turns away from him, and he's like. You can't ignore me. I, I look at what I could do. I could just kill like half of everyone everywhere, and he snaps his fingers and does it. it where it's like it's almost like something he might regret later. Oh, uh, not not that he does, but it's like that kind of an impulsive thing. Well, it's one of those things, right? Where Marvel has like the great heroes but bad villains, and I feel like that would be a continuation of that. Where like that version right. of Thanos sounds like a shitty villain, whereas in the movie. The, the villains have largely been kind of bad, but Thanos has been a good villain. Yeah, they ended up giving him, like, purpose and direction, and he moves with intent. And yeah. he And he does these things where, like, he'll make a decision to kill somebody just by looking at him, but based on something. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I really hate you, Loki, so I'm going to kill you. It's like, he literally gives Loki, like, two or three chances to leave, and Loki keeps, like, getting annoying Right. And purposefully, like, yeah. And so that's when he decides to kill him. And it's stuff like that where I appreciate that a lot more than just, he's so strong he can kill Loki. It's like, it's a better scene. And it makes the movie better as a whole rather than just like, if the opening shot was, I'll just kill Loki because I have the blue one now. So I can do that. I'm trying to think of, like, I really actually liked Ronan, the, acu- the accused or the accursed, yeah, from the first the Guardians accuser? movie. Yeah, because he was, like, he was a pretty paper-thin villain, but he was also just, like, a religious terrorist, and that was it. And it's like, oh, I get that. That's his shtick, is he's doing this stuff because he wants power and because he thinks it's, like, the religion thing he's got to do. He's a terrorist. It makes sense. Whereas some of the other villains... Like, like, Loki's a good one, but he's also kind of an anti-hero. Like, he, he, he stops being a villain around Avengers, like, the end of the first Avengers movie. Well, did he you becomes, hear, he's too did you hear the retcon there? Which one? They put up on the Disney, like, official website that, uh, that the Tesseract was actually brainwashing Loki and making him be evil. That's stupid. It's he's stupid. He's the fucking trickster god. His, that's his whole thing. He, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> and he was, he's evil and we like it because it's funny. He's also like not apologetic about it at all. No. Like he's he's literally just like, you'll, you, guys, you guys are so stupid you'll forget about it because we're on this adventure. Now look at like Hela, which is like uh, the, the villain in Thor 3. And like she's fine, but there's not a lot there. Or like the, the Dark Elves in Thor 2. They're there for plot, but they're not there for anything more than that. And so the... God, Thanos is great. (laughs) Oh, I love how uh, there's this, like, creepy cliffhanger at the end of the second Thor movie where, like, Loki replaced the king... And it's yeah, and then like, it turns I'll out be, to kind of just be a I'll joke. be Odin. But then, like, in in the opening of 3, it's so funny that he's just like, yeah. we should have a play talking about how great my son Loki is and how bad Thor is, because I like <laughs> Loki more. And it's like, yes, Odin, we will blindly obey. 
And it's like, yay, it's a comic book, yay. Yeah. And that, that's, that, that's one of the things Marvel's done really well. It's like, this is really what I want out of a comic book movie. And, and sometimes there's subtext, and sometimes there's a lot more going on, and that's cool too. But at the end of the day, like, the dumb quips and, and you know, all that shit is fun. But also, I've seen so many of them, and I mentioned this on the comics podcast, where it's like, I could be done with comic book movies now, or at least Marvel ones, like, after Infinity War 2. It's like, there's like 20-some movies here. I think I've seen enough of it. I don't. I yeah. don't need to keep going. I'm kind of. I'm kind of done. I want to see Endgame, and I wish that was the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean like had a panic attack on the Mega sixty four show. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Somebody, somebody said, "Oh, they released the Endgame trailer for Avengers. It's the last one." And Sean's like, "Is this the last one? Are they done now?" And Garrett's like, "Well, no. This is the end of like Wave One." And Captain Marvel's the start of Wave 2, and she's going to be, like, the new Avengers. And Sean started, like, pulling out his hair, and he was like, what do you mean the end of Wave 1? Because this has been going on for so long, and he's like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, no, everyone's going to die, and it's over, right? Like, no, this is, like, the reboot. They're going to have a new Iron Man, and then... And he's, like, freaking out, because it's just been going on for so long now. I don't know why he would think that wouldn't happen. Like, that's how the comics have been for decades, I know, but it's it's Hollywood. It's these like big budget movies. You think that there would be a critical mass where they just pull the plug? But then, freaking Captain Marvel made like 150 million domestically. Right, and that's why they're not pulling the plug yet. Nuts. Oh, so I've been hearing these like jokes about it, but I haven't heard the real news. Did Disney buy out Fox? I think so. Because I think on the official Disney website, like you can see the Simpsons on there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they merged, and people are are posting the, and that's how democracy dies with thunderous applause. <laughs> Yay! And there, it's a lot to unpack because part of me is just like, well, it's entertainment. It's not like when all of the ISPs decide to be one ISP so they can fuck you over. But at the same time. There's only so much you can do with acting, and it's like, if you get blacklisted by Disney now, you're basically blacklisted by all of the big studios, all the big budget movies. And it is kind of weird to have them own so much stuff. Like, it does seem a little... This is depressing. So I'm trying to find stuff on the Disney website, and, like, the first thing that comes up here is a video, and it's Steamboat Willie as told by emojis. Mm. And it's like, yeah, that's what Walt died for, right? That was his art. I want Disney to do something with the Alien franchise. Because God knows Fox was fucking that up. Jesus Christ, Alien Covenant was bad. So, actually, yeah, I wonder... Did you see Ralph Breaks the Internet? No, I heard it was bad. Well, it's like um, it's like the Emoji Movie, but with a little better structure. Okay. Um, but it's not really, selling me on it, by the way. Well, it's it's just, it's a lot like the Emoji Movie, where they go to the internet, and Vanellope's like, "Wow, this is the internet. It's cool." And the internet's like a bunch of abstract skyscrapers. And there's a part where they're like flying by, and it's like, "Well, where's eBay? We have to find the eBay." And then Ralph points and is like, well, hey, if we need goggles, we can go there because there's a building full of goggles. And he's pointing at the Google store. Huh. And it's like, that's not a joke. 
that the, the cut this line. I got a sad ha out of it. So, what was my point? I got really sad. I wanted oh, okay. to go to the internet and be like, "Man, isn't the internet great?" And then just like six naked versions of her, some of them hyper fat with like tits drooping on the floor, walk by. And she's like, well, "Never mind, let's get the fuck out of here." So, <laughs> one of them's merged with Sonic. That's what all the toy art was too. Um. <laughs> Oh boy! I ah, anyways. I am not gonna type in that character in E six twenty one. We are not gonna play that no, game. No, we're not gonna do that because she's um, underage. Ralph, on but, the other hand, I'm I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, but it was um, I can't. I'm getting so distracted here. There's a scene Is it where what. R A L P H. Yeah. There's, There's a scene only where... five pictures and none of them are him. <laughs> There's a scene where they're explaining what the internet is. Okay. And um and it's like the the guy like plugs in the Wi Fi router. So Ralph's like, What's Wiffy? And that's not a joke. I'm getting tired of this. And then Sonic the Hedgehog's there and he explains what the internet is, and it's really funny to me. That they picked Sonic the Hedgehog to explain how great the internet is. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he especially like represents a certain part of the internet. But Dude, there's the a really live action depressing... Sonic movie. Yeah. I, I'm well, excited. That's, that's the thing. I was trying to find this clip, but someone edited it perfectly where they took the scene from the movie and Sonic's like, the internet's this great place where people all over the world can gather and exchange information and make friends. And then the surge protector shows up. It's like, whoa, whoa, not so fast there. But they replaced him with the poster from the Sonic movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really perfect. That's good. Um, but my point was there's this really depressing scene in Ralph Breaks the Internet where they go to Disney.com. Okay. And it's supposed to be funny and fun. And it's not. Because you go to Disney.com and it's like they have all these properties and it's not like um i was expecting it to be like disneyland where mm-hmm. it's like a celebration of all this fun stuff but it's literally like here's a box with all the star wars stuff in it and there's tie fighters and here's a box with all the marvel stuff and there's captain america and it felt like a trophy room of like Ooh. here's all the stuff we've acquired recently and i know they're doing that on purpose because it's like here's all the cool stuff you guys like but it didn't feel that way at all. Sure. And there's a really depressing thing that bugs me where like there's all the characters running around or whatever. And as part of an LP runs by and she like bumps into somebody and leaves and the guy turns around and it's like Stan Lee. And it's like, ha ha ha. He likes to make cameos, but also like he's dead and they own the rights to him making cameos in movies. That's a thing. That's fucked up. It kind of bugs me <laughs> a little bit. And it's like, I don't know. I think the best part of that movie was the Disney princesses. Because they play off of all the funny tropes you'd want them to. Yeah, like that was the clip that they used to like advertise the movie, right? And it's like, yeah, oh man, I it. want a movie of this. And it's like, no, it's like right. five minutes. And you have that, to put up you, with You almost shit. saw the entire thing. Yeah. I think actually my favorite part, like all the princesses get funny lines. But my favorite part is when Merida speaks, and she has such a thick accent that no one can understand what she's talking about. 
Yeah, I've seen people have like really run away with that, and they'll just yeah. put horribly offensive things, but with a thick Scottish accent, and it's super funny. Yeah, and they'll do that, and like there's that scene, and it cuts to Vanellope, and she's kind of like, yeah. And she like leans over to somebody like, what is she saying? And all the other princesses are like, we, we don't know. She's from the other studio. <laughs> like there's funny jokes in that sequence, but it's like a maybe 10 minutes max. Sure. And it's a little disappointing that they had this really clever bit. Oh, man. I heard about some of the things cut from the movie, too. They had a scene where like Kylo Ren um, like throws a temper tantrum like a child. Oh, yeah. And the stormtroopers are trying to calm him down. And Disney came in and said, well, we don't want you like hurting the Dis- or the Star Wars image. So you have to cut that. Sure. And it's like, no, that's that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a Star Wars fan, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it, that, that's a good joke. I, I Yeah, I thought so. Um, wait, I was watching this with the whole family. And uh, do you remember the trailer with that like phone game? Where there's a bunny and like they feed the pie to the bunny. Yeah, and that sounds familiar. And it was like it's like you give the milkshake to the rabbit and the pie to the bunny and you keep or pancakes or whatever. And like Ralph is there and it's like, Well this is an easy game and he's like force feeding it pancakes until it explodes and it scares the child. Nice. So they cut that from the movie. Aw. And test audiences complained that, uh, like that part was missing, because it as you do. Well, yeah, it didn't fit in the sequence of events, so it was okay. supposed to be more of a teaser trailer thing. But I guess people expected it to be in the movie, and so what was funny was we're watching the movie, and my dad, like at, during the credits, my dad's kind of like, "Well, they never put my favorite scene in from the trailer." <laughs> And my mom's like, well, what what scene? I don't remember. It's like, well, the, there was a bunny, and he was feeding it pancakes, and it got so big it exploded. And it, well, that's weird. And then after the credits cut, it cuts to that little girl in the car, and she's watching the movie on her tablet. And my mom's like, uh, hey, sweetie, did you um did you like the movie? And the little girl's like, I did, but they didn't have the scene from the trailer, and that made me sad. Oh Jesus, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then they <laughs> and then they play the scene from the trailer. And it was really funny that they had this little baby complaining about the same thing. And I was like, that Yay, is, they get it. That's great. I, I do I wish I wish that level of of humor and like self awareness went into the rest of the movie because most people that I have I know that have watched it like said it was really pretty bad. Or at least like it's like the first movie but not as good. And so if you've seen the first movie and you want to watch more Wreck-It Ralph, just watch the first movie again. Which I've kind of been tempted to do because the first one's pretty solid. Yeah. I like um I like the how they go to Tapper and it's just a bar that they go to after work. Yeah. With all the like the signed Street Fighter portraits on the wall in the character select orientation. Like there's so many cute details. One of the problems they had with Ralph Breaks the Internet was the first movie was so difficult to make just because of the like the licensing deals. Right. So they the only way they could get a sequel done was to do it about things that don't have licensing deals. Sure. So it's like eBay's a lot easier to work with than Nintendo. Yeah, that that makes sense. So that's why you only see characters that were in the first movie and they only make internet jokes after that. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's disappointing that that's the reality of it. But at the same time, Disney owns all IPs now. So maybe Wreck-It Ralph 3 will be fantastic. I imagine there'll be a third one that's tends to be that it goes. They said there won't be because it was so expensive to try and get it to work. Oh. Um, but I don't know. I didn't. I don't even know if two worked out. Did that make money? Um, I mean, no I one seemed look... big on it. So yeah, I feel bad for the Lego Two movie because did... no one really talked about that. And I watched a, a video on one of the plot twists and how cool it was, and I was like, man, I want to see the Lego Two movie now. It was fine. I, I, it did. It lacked the charm of the first one. Because That's I, a shame. Yeah, and it, I think it had the same sense of humor, well, which is good. Oh, yep. But it wasn't, you know, great. Record Ralph. The budget on Wiki says 175 million. Box office was 526 million. All right. And I'm guessing the budget was a bit longer than a bit bigger than 175. Usually, they these numbers seem to be a little lowballed. But. I imagine it, it still made a decent chunk of change if it made $526 million. Actually, I saw a Fix-It Felix um, like miniature arcade like cabinet at the oh, store. Really? And I kind of wanted that because I like Fix-It Felix. Nice. Uh, We're at 57 minutes. Oh, look at you. I'm Chad. I own a watch. I <laughs> I didn't. I was I'm gonna, gonna say, buy a house quick, with all my money. Babe. Yeah, I was gonna tell a story. I was. I wanted to go to the mall today to buy an alien toy. So, so I went to the mall today to buy an alien toy, but they didn't have it anymore. And I'm just like, man, I hate fucking going to the mall so much. I love how the uh, the album art for our podcast is you drooling over an alien toy. <laughs> I know because that like comes up every ten episodes. It's like <laughs> I'm glad I drew that picture because it really like nails it. <laughs> Dude, they fucking, they're like, oh yeah, I sold it yesterday, and I almost went and got it yesterday, and I was like, no, it'll be there tomorrow. Like, what fucking idiot other than myself would go buy that? And evidently, there's at least one more in lacrosse. Well, now I half wonder, like, is your cat going to get hit by a car, and then you make a time machine and go back, and this is just like Family Guy again? (laughs) No. Okay. I mean, I could go on eBay and buy it, right, for probably way cheaper, too. It's not like I need it. It's just like I have birthday money in my pocket yet. I could buy this. And I'm just like, I guess I'll just go buy alcohol. I'm almost out of alcohol. I told you about Keyforge, right? That card game I wanted to buy? Yeah. And I went to the local comic book shop to support local businesses. And the guy was like berating me for how stupid the game sounds. And I'm stupid for wanting it. And you're just like, oh man, I don't get this if I go to Amazon and buy it. Yeah, there's no there's no human interaction. I'm missing out on all the insults and mm-hmm. you know my intelligence being questioned. I don't know. Yeah, I think I just found the exact one on Amazon for thirty four. Yep, here it is, thirty four ninety nine ninety five. Free Who's shipping. Selling it. Um, is his Nega. name Joe? So, like, if I really want this, I could order it right now, and it would get to me in a couple days. And I wouldn't have to deal with anybody or be told, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have it. It's a pretty cool toy, too. It's a little more blue than you'd think, but it's kind of based off of, uh, I think there's some, like, Kenner influence in it. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's a good sculpt. I mean, Nick could do good work. We don't need to keep talking about this. Everyone knows I'm a loser. 
Oh, you know what? I saw something funny um, at Target. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I walked by the pop vinyl section because they have like a whole like storefront now. There's like a shelf of just pop vinyls. Oh, and they have, uh, they have a pop vinyl plush line now. That's weird. And the plushes are very cute and charming and they look like the characters. Because they oh. had the, it was like the Lion King. And, um, pop vinyl. How do you spell vinyl? B Y N L no V I N Y L. Oh, here it is. See, these are very cute, and I'm looking at these, and I was like, I was double checking the tag that it was actually made by the same company, because these look cute. Yes, they do. But they also look like the characters. Like you can immediately recognize that's a Simba and that's an Ed. You know. Oh, yeah, these are adorable. I don't know if I like the mane on the line. It looks kind of like cheap felt, but... That's kind of the charm of a stuffed toy, though. I suppose. I mean, it, it, it's this is a very specific kind of desk ornament toy. It's still is it a, a desk ornament? I, I, I feel like I draw the line at stuffed toys. At the same time, I do have, like, a plush Yoshi somewhere, so I clearly don't draw the line anywhere. But anyways, I'm trying... I'm looking at these, and then I'm looking at all of the, like... These plushes were half gone, and the Lion King movie's not even out yet. Like, this isn't even tying to something that people are excited about, and the plushes are half gone. And I'm looking at the wall of these pop vinyl boxes of all the stupid, like, here's the here's the uh, the cashier from the gas station from season three of uh, the Netflix show that you don't watch, and here's a uh, here's a black character. That looks like all of our other black characters. Just he's wearing a blue shirt, and if you take him out of the box, you won't know who he is because yeah. he's bald and he doesn't have any other character traits. And it's like who who keeps approving these? Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure they, I think they keep losing money. And their solution at their shareholding call is always we're gonna buy more IPs to make. And it's like they're just digging their holes deeper. And then I see these plushes that are adorable. If they were to come out with like a Star Wars line, like if there was a Greedo in this style, I would buy it. Yeah. Um, they've done uh like Warcraft pop vinyls. I have a I have a Deathwing on my desk at work. Deathwing if, looks pretty good. If they made like a little cute plush Sylvanas, I would buy that. Like yeah. immediately without thinking. It's weird to me that they don't want to make things that are visually pleasing. It's like we gotta make these Big Bang Theory guys happy. We we have to play it safe. We have to make it all plain and boring, or else it'll overstimulate them. Boy, this alien figure has a lot of uh, ne- negative reviews. Apparently, it's really brittle. Um, who makes it? Neca. Yeah, Neca's brittle. I yeah, I mean, like my one Predator figure, it fell off and the the foot snapped off, and I had to have my neighbor fix it. It looks good though. It's a really yeah, they're, they're really good sculpts. They're the joints are very stiff and so like you get like a couple of poses and then hopefully it stands and you're good. Um but every time like one of them falls over, I'm just like I hope it's not broken again cuz I've had both of my predators figures break in some way and then I have to take them to my neighbor and be like, "Please fix this. I will pay you in booze." And we do. And it works. That's good. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm kind of, I'm still kind of tempted to buy it. There's also a really cool Predator that's new that I'm looking at. Why am I looking at this garbage? Jesus fuck! 
Okay, it's gone now. It's gone. I closed the closed the window. I'm gonna keep sending you things on Facebook. I want. You know what I really want is um a three. Well, tell print. me what you what what you really really want. Yeah, tell me what I want. What I really really want. Um, <laughs> I want a I want a three D like print of my Bloodborne character. Who's your Bloodborne character? There's this lady with like kind of dark purpley skin, like a dark elf. Oh, that's kind of fun. Um, and she had like I think a pink scar because I was like that looks stupid. Let's do that. And then and then I used the axe as my main weapon. And uh, by the end, I had like a really cool set of armor, and I was using kind of an oldish set because I like the look of it. And I want I want like a figure of that because that's like my character, and I use that to kill all the bosses in that game. You know, I will say I got a 3D print of my uh, my ship from Star Trek Online. Oh, I just I love it so much. Like it's that's my ship. It's so recognizable as my ship. Yeah, I mean, like I, I want that with my Bloodborne character. It's a it's a cool feeling. 3D print of Bloodborne character. Is that a thing? If I Google this, will I find it? Yegi.com slash Q slash Bloodborne, which shows up here. People making the weapons, which is kind of neat in itself, I guess. I remember at one point Blizzard was doing like 3D prints of um of yeah. characters. You could get you like could... a, you get a print of your character. And I, it's weird because it's the same thing, but like they didn't look as good because 3D printing wasn't that great at the time. They yeah. they came out kind of fuzzy. Yeah, they look like shit, but I like the idea. Yeah, and it's like honestly, they should have a feature where you can like get a picture of your character and at least put it on a t-shirt. Like I feel like that's a low ask. Yeah. And people take a lot of pride in their their characters from these things. Yeah, I mean, I had, like, I really liked my, my World of Warcraft character. Like, I had, like, a cool RP set. I had the the death, like, the scythe from Ahun that, like, was glowy with ice. And I had my little dragon buddy following me around. Like, I had, I didn't have a lot left to do in that game, and so that's what I did. And it was, uh... See, and... Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing, uh... I, I made a new character who's a hunter. Mm-hmm. And I made a Lightforged Draenei. Because uh, I really hate the Draenei. I think they're really stupid. They okay. look they look cool. But the more I find out about their story, it's like they spend their entire existence running away from problems and going to other planets where they bring their problems with them and the planet gets destroyed, so they go to a new planet. And now they've arrived on our planet. And mm-hmm. it's like, I really hate you guys. And it's like I used to play one, but the more I got into like role play and taking the world seriously, it's like I really hate these things. I ended up playing a different character entirely just because it was bugging me so much. Oh well. So the Lightforge Draenei. Actually, how much do you know about the Draenei? I played a Draenei up to level I think eleven, and I was like, man, shaman are boring. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, shaman's awful. But did you? uh, You never got into like the lore. No. So I found out and this is this is like what what pushed me over the edge. Um their race is not Draenei. Their their race is Eridar. That's what they refer to themselves on their home planet of Argus. The word Draenei is their word for refugee. 
Oh, that's and stupid. so like all the red guys that are demons now, you call them Eridar, but Eridar isn't a demon word. That's who they are—the ones that decide to stay on Argus and become demons. And so there's this like refugees versus the demons, but like the wordplay is weird because it's kind of like the the evil ones are keeping the real word, and then the runaway ones are called refugees now, mm. even though they're pure. And it's like, I really hate everything about this. Yeah, that seems a bit much. So the ones that tried to run away, one ship was successful, and the other ship stayed to fight. And that's the Lightforged Draenei. And the Lightforged guys are like, they're literally infused with, like, holy power. And they, like, their skin turns into gold, and they have these, like, glowing gold tattoos. And they're, like, super powerful. Like, they're all paladins, and they're all these, like, demigods now because they're half light. And they've been fighting the demons on the homeworld for a thousand years. Instead of running away. And when you show up on the homeworld to help them, they're all kind of like, oh, you finally showed up. And it's like, oh, I like these guys. (laughs) So they made them playable. Those are the ones with, like, the racial that, like, blows things up. And they're like, that's overpowered. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. So I'm playing that one, and I made a hunter. Because I thought, like, at least, um, like, if I'm playing Hunter instead of Paladin, like everyone else, at least they'll be a little different. Mm-hmm. But I got this really cool uh, bow and arrow that's made out of crystals. And I have this AoE thing where I just fire a cone of, like, light-infused arrows that explode everywhere, like shooting stars. And I got uh, this, like, a yellow glowing T-Rex. So I have, like, a Lightforged T-Rex buddy. And cool. it's like, okay, I'm having a lot more fun than I used to on my... My regular blue one. I remember I started a blue one. I was gonna turn her into a forty nine twink because I had never, I didn't hadn't had one of those before, and it seemed like it would be fun. And then I got her to like level twelve, and I was like, man, shamans fucking suck. This is the most boring <laughs> class. Yeah, shaman is shaman are weird because their their lore and everything is cool, and the idea of commanding the elements is cool, but the gameplay just feels lame. Yeah, you have three buttons, and one of them is to put put a totem down, and it might shoot a fireball sometimes. Cool, good job, Blizzard. Oh, and then the other thing with the Lightforge Draenei is uh, they get different character creation options, and all of their horns are bigger. Oh, nice. So it's literally like, yeah, you're a really cool goat person or whatever. I I'm a friggin' demigod over here. And also, my penis is technically larger, but that's a that's yeah. a math thing. I wouldn't take that personally. Balls to the base. So, anyways, I guess that's my glad space. Okay. Do you have a glad space? Um, it might just be Jim Bean. Woohoo! I finished my bottle and I'm feeling pretty good. Woohoo! I also don't have to work on Friday. I'm pretty glad about that. Hee hee. Also, music's going pretty well. Bingo! Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, so those things make me happy, those collective things. That's pretty good. You, you're liking your songs? Yeah, the one, I, I took it to my parents' house where I have my old uh, Logitech speakers hooked up to onto the old computer over there. Right. And I listened to it through, like, the shittiest speakers, and it sounded pretty okay. Woo, that's cool. And I was like, holy fuck, I think I finally got this kind of figured out. There's a couple little tweaks to make yet, but I think, I think this is where I need to be, and if I can make every song sound like this, I'm going to be pretty happy. 
Well, that's good then. So hopefully I can keep that up because I got five more to go and then I got to go back to the first two. I didn't fucking fix those. You can do but, it. Uh, I think so, yeah. Like My goal is to have a, a death metal album out this year. Like that, that, that would be really neat. That will be neat. I gotta um I wanna do a like a a test of that um that album art concept I came up with. Yeah, I my brother kinda was like, I could try and help too. I haven't drawn anything in a while, but it's like, dude, you are so busy with stuff I don't know if you'll ever get it done. And I I kinda like I like the idea of doing something cartoony that you can do. I think I think that would set set it apart because there's not a lot of like that in in death metal album art and I, and I showed you a couple of like examples where it works really well and so you like you have an idea of what you can do and, and what might look cool like I, I, I trust your judgment a lot but I, I think I think if I was going to have someone do it I would probably want you to do it I think you would do something more unique uh, I mean is, also, that, is that a pleasant way of saying like you're stupid because I no 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 it, I take, it's, it's I take great offense at your compliment and I don't know how to process positivity. I think it's more of that. Like a lot of death metal album art has a very similar style to it, and it looks cool and it fits the genre, right? But then you get like Swallow the Sun, which is like this really stylized cartoon, and it's basically just black and gold are the only two colors, and it's a gorgeous album art, and it's so cool, and it's just as evocative and moody as, like, all of the big painty things with blood and guts and shit, right? But it's just, like, a, like a, a dude wearing, like, a mask or whatever, and he's standing, like, on a rock and there's waves, and it's all just black and gold. And so I feel like more of, like, hey, let's introduce different artistic styles into this is good. Like, I want to, I want to, I mean, it's going to stand out anyways because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I'm basically bad at everything I touch. But, you know, I want the art to stand out, too. I've been talking a lot with my hands right now. I don't know why. Oh, that's another thing I love about VR chat is just, like, reaching out and touching someone and they feel uncomfortable. And it's like, you can you can get emotions out of VR that you can't out of other games, and I'm just really loving that. Sure. Like, we're oh, I was sitting with the Ninja Turtles... And and Raphael's like, so I don't know, guys. What what am I gonna do? Like, you know, if Mr. Splinter or Master Splinter finds out that that he has AIDS, he's gonna know he got it from me. <laughs> and what's great is I'm sitting there with my beer, and I can literally just emote by raising my hand up. And I raise my hand up, and I go check, please. And it's like you can't do this <clears throat> in other games. <laughs> Nice. And then Raphael turned around to me. It's like, you can't leave me now, bro. And then I just put my hands on his face. I'm like petting him. And it's like, dude, dude, just, it's going to be okay. Jeez. And like, I'm, I'm just like, I'm stroking his green head. And it's like, wow, you cannot do this in any other game. This is the future of entertainment. <laughs> I'm just, I'm on Tumblr looking up Dre and I, and like, none of these yeah, pictures Yeah, you're sending me pictures. And most of them are really, like, th these are cool pictures. I scrolled by like a hundred that are not cool. I'm sure. You're, oh, this I one's like kind of fun. I like this one. A lot of these are like here's a here's a shirtless man that's technically the same color scheme, but he doesn't actually have like Draenei features, mm. and it's good artwork, but it doesn't look like a Draenei. Is there a reason you're only sending me women? Um, those are the only good pictures. That makes sense. The internet is what the internet is. Yeah.
This one's pretty cool. I like the uh, like the mace, the flail. Also, she has the boobies. Now I'm actually curious. Now that you pointed it out. I'm sure there's a male picture in here somewhere. <laughs> like, okay, this is a okay. Here's a male one. Okay. This looks like someone traced over a, a face and tried to just shape it around that. Yeah, that's um not great. Um <laughs> this one's this one's a little better, but he also looks very plain. He's called Drani. D R A N I. What if there's an E in there somewhere? Yeah, A E N E I. A N This one's just a screenshot, but it looks a lot cooler than most of the art I'm looking at. <laughs> so today I learned if you spell Draenei wrong in E621, you get pictures of Lucario having sex with Charizard. Oh, sweet. I didn't so, look at that. I'm on Tumblr. This isn't going anywhere. Oh, and there's some, there's some weird white cat thing in the middle, and I'm guessing that's the OC. <laughs> I love... There's a... Uh, Everyone's there's... having fun, though. There's this uh um furry Warcraft guy who's like really into the like cat druid stuff. And he draws a comic about his cat druid being cute and it's like I really I really hate him. <laughs> and uh yeah, see okay, E six twenty one has better stuff. E yeah. This is better quality of art. Oh that's cute. That's not an OC, that's a Zangoose. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a fucking cat thing with a, an eye patch. How was I not supposed to know that that was a Pokemon? Zangoose is a very popular Pokemon. This is the first time I've ever seen it, or maybe I've seen this OC a lot. I don't know. Um. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm looking up Zangoose pictures, and these all look like really OC garbage. So mm-hmm. I don't remember what I was saying. You want to close out and wish everybody a very. Um. Uh, it's it's the first day of spring. So yeah. I want everyone to go out and sniff those flowers. the The grass is always greener if you open your eyes. That's remember a quote the, from the weed is always greener because it's dank as shit. Yeah, you smell that weed. That's how yeah, you get boy. high, right? You smell it. Four twenty, blaze it, bro. Five finger death punch. I hate myself.